Hello and welcome to Walking With Anxiety. My name is Stephen Dawes and this is my 30th episode of this podcast, which is absolutely amazing. Thank you again for everyone who's been listening to the podcast. I hope that you've been getting something from it that's been beneficial to you. And if there's anything you want me to do in the future, if there's any recommendations, anything you think I should do differently, please let me know in the comments. You can also review my podcast, which should be very, very beneficial to me then I get to an idea of what's going on and uh, the things you like and perhaps even things you don't like. You know, this is a, a fluid uh, podcast and it's all to be changed and adapted in the future. It's still very new. But thank you for coming along with the ride so far. Um, today I wanted to talk about parenting in terms of mental health. Now, parenting has uh, many different challenges to it. Everyone finds parenting difficult in, in, in different ways. But when it comes to parenting and mental health there can be challenges that are difficult to overcome and can also make people not want to be parents in the first place and this was certainly not that I didn't want to be a parent but it certainly made me think about being a parent many years ago when I was still young when I was still young um, because I had uh, a lot of worries about my anxiety I was very nervous I was a very anxious person I wasn't very confident and all of those things together with my my elementophobia made it very difficult for me to think about being in a relationship let alone having a family because there was there were obstacles there that I wasn't entirely sure that could be overcome now one of those reasons was my emetophobia and having children because you want to be a supportive husband and a supportive father and a supportive parent in the in your family and that's not always possible when you have something like a metaphobia, at least that was that's how I felt in my mind at the time, because I was worried about you know would I be able to support my wife if she got pregnant and had morning sickness? Would I be able to cope with that? I had never experienced it before. I'd never experienced anyone who'd had that before, and I wasn't sure whether I would be able to cope with it. Would she be resenting me because I couldn't be there to help her or, or support her through that that part? Um, so that was one of the things that went through my mind. Another thing that worried me was children are, for want of a better word, carrier of germs, you know, they, 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 they're in a very big school, oh, we can go to school, we can go to nursery, and their immune systems are still developing, they're picking up all kinds of things, colds and flus and bugs and all types of things, and while that's not necessarily a bad thing, because you want them to develop this immunity, from, from me at that time, this is, I'm talking many years ago, I was worried that um, they'd come home with all types of things, like vomiting bugs and things like that, and that I wouldn't be able to cope with it. But, you know, would I catch it? I didn't want to be catching these vomiting bugs. I know nobody does. And, and that's the first thing that anyone will say. Well, nobody wants to catch it. Absolutely right. Nobody does. But when you have a phobia, it can alter your perception and your thinking about things in that way. And this is one of the problems that I had in the past. And, uh, and this was going through my mind for many years. I thought to myself, am I going to be able to cope with being a father in those situations? Would I be a good would I be a good parent? I didn't want my child to resent me because I couldn't be there when they were sick. I mean, when when children are sick, they want their parents with them. They want to have that support and have a cuddle and a hug. And I was just worried that my child would be resenting me because I couldn't do that and I wasn't able to be with them when they needed me the most. And this is this was something that worried me a great deal. It was probably the reason why I didn't decide to get married or have children until quite late. I was uh, in my 20s, late 20s, before I decided to get married and have children. It's not something that I 
I conscience, consciously did in terms of suddenly deciding that that's what I wanted to do. Um, it was just a natural way of things. I met my wife and then we decided to have children. And, and at that time, I thought to myself, well, everybody has their own challenges when it comes to parenting. Everyone has their own problems that can make parenting difficult for them. And for me, this was just my problem that I was going to have to deal with. And yes, I was going to have to try and get my head around it and, and put in coping mechanisms to try and get this sorted out. But it, it didn't mean that I couldn't have children. It might just mean that I would have to adapt to the way that I was doing things. Um, for example, uh, even now, um, when my daughter gets a vomiting bug or if she's sick, it still it can still be a trigger for me. And, you know, and I freely admit that. So very on the majority of cases, my wife will stay in the bedroom with her and I'll sleep in his bedroom. And, and that's not um, because I don't want to be with my daughter. It's just because that is the way that my um, my anxiety and my metaphobia works. Now, of course, that makes me feel awful because I don't want to be um, I don't want to, I don't want my child to think that I don't love her or that I don't want to be with her. And it's very difficult to get around that. But um, at the same point, um, I am her dad, and I'm going to be there for everything else that I can do, and every other part of my uh, my life and every part of her life, I can be there with her. It's just this one small part that I'm not going to be able to do. And that, and that doesn't mean that you should stop doing everything just because of that one small part. And I didn't want my metaphobia to be um, to be a barrier to being a good parent. And, um, and hopefully um, that has been the case and I am a good parent. Um, another part of the situation that I wanted to talk about in terms of parenting was from my own personal experience because I lost my father when I was seven years old. And that was a huge and traumatic time for me. And it's it's caused a, a number of repercussions since then in my mental health and things like that. But I didn't want that to affect my daughter in any way. I wanted to be a good parent. And my dad was a very good parent. I mean, he wasn't always able to do things physically because he had um, bad heart disease. He wasn't always able to do the things physically that, um, that he perhaps would have wanted to do. And we used to play football on a Sunday in the back garden. Um, you know, he wasn't always able to do it if he wasn't well enough, but he generally tried to do that. And um, I just think that it's important that, from my point of view, I wanted, if I was going to be a parent, I wanted to be the best parent I could be for her. And it did worry me because I thought, well, you know, is this going to be a similar situation in my mind? And it's an irrational thought that, you know, would, would my daughter lose me at a young age? Um, it's, a rational, it's an irrational thought. But then very often mental health isn't rational. It's completely irrational. And that's the reason why it causes so many problems for people. If it was rational, then we'd all be sitting here happy as Larry. But we're not. Because these things do get into our minds and they make us think things and feel things that perhaps aren't really there. And from my point of view, it just meant that I wanted to do as much as I could to be a good parent for my daughter. And to be as good a parent as my dad was and my mum was. My mum you know, had to raise me from the age of seven on her own which was a huge challenge for her, and she did a fantastic job of it. So I wanted to do both of those things in a way that she was going to be proud of me, and that and she would always know that I was going to be proud of her. And these things are, for some people, they're commonplace. You know, that, well, of course that's what you want. You want your children to be proud of you. Of course you do. But from someone coming from my point of view, from my background, it, for me it was an even bigger influence, and an even bigger reason for me, to want to go and be the best that I could, especially because there were certain areas like my metaphobia 
grew. I knew I was going to be lacking. I knew I was going to be coming up short on that. And I didn't want her to feel as though that meant I loved her any less than I really did, because I don't. And uh, and she knows that, and she understands now uh, the reasons behind uh, why I do some of the things that I do. And she, she, you know, she understands that, that, that that's just who I am and that these things do happen from time to time. And from the same token, I mean, it also means that I can be there for her at other times when she needs me the most, which is a fantastic thing for me to do. And being a parent is one of the best things you could possibly be. Um, it, it's the most rewarding thing that you can do in your life. And I'm glad that I um, allowed my I didn't allow my thoughts I should say to stop me from going down this route because if I had and I'd gone through life without having children I would never have experienced the fantastic highs that I have as being a parent the amazing pride and joy that I've had as being a parent so what I would say to you is if you have any doubts about whether you should you would be a good parent or I know I know a lot of people who, who suffer with mental health will very often say, I'm a bad parent, I'm a terrible parent, I'm not very good, my child is um, is suffering because of what I'm going through. What I would say is that it's important that you find the support that you need for yourself, because then you can be supportive of your daughter or your, ch- or your son. If you have um, those things in place to help you, you can then help your children. And that's the important thing. Parenting isn't always easy. It isn't always, you know, there's no right or wrong going on here. Everyone has a different experience and you're learning as you're going along. There's no, there's no book about how, how to be a parent. So you need to be flexible enough to understand that there are going to be bad patches. There are going to be good patches. But as long as you're doing your very best and as long as you are trying to get the support that you need for yourself, then you can then support your children and become a better parent or improve your parenting skills i don't think that um, there is enough support for parents out there particularly those with mental health issues and it's something that really needs to be addressed to make it easier for people to get the help and support that they need in in, in many ways it makes it easier for um for charities i think it would make it easier for charities if there was a, if there was a way for them to support parents more because it would then allow uh, future generations of children to understand mental health and to understand what it means to have good mental health. I mean, I know they are trying to look at, and certainly my daughter's school, they were trying to look at um, mental health at a fairly young age and how it can affect you. And I think that that's, in, that's good in some ways, but at the same time, you want to make people and, and certain children aware that mental health is nothing to be afraid of. It's not um, a taboo subject. If everyone has, or most people have, a, an issue of some of some kind, and we shouldn't be afraid to talk about these things or discuss them openly. And that's one of the reasons why I made this podcast, so that we can all talk about these things openly, and I can talk about my experiences, and hopefully, um, you out there can talk about your experiences to me, and I can show people that they aren't alone. So that's really what I wanted to say today, and that's it for this podcast today. Thank you for joining me, as always. I hope that you uh, are having a good day. The The year is rapidly moving forwards, and um, I apologise for my voice. I have got a bit of a virus at the moment, but thankfully I got through it without too many issues. Um, as always, my uh, podcast is going to be going out every day, hopefully, fingers crossed. 
um, please support my charity which I'm um, supporting at the moment which is Rethink Mental Health there's a button for that on my website rethinkwithanxiety.co.uk and there should also be a link on the podcast description um, thank you for joining me as always and um, I'll see you next time bye bye